So this mimer was given by the Rebbe in the um, same year, the same setup as this one, where the fourth of Tevis falls out on uh, Shabbos Parshas Miketz in 19, um, 1972. Was at the end of the events of two years, the events of the previous Torah portion. Um, two years after the events of the previous Torah portion, where Yosef was in prison, Pare has a dream and he's standing by the river. And the Torah then continues to talk about how um, Paro wanted to. Um, Discover the meaning of his dream, and that brought to the release of Yosef from prison. The question about this: We understand why was what the, what is the inner meaning of the of Yosef's freedom, Yosef's liberation? How come this happened through a dream? And through Pare dreaming, Yosef is released. What's the connection between the dream and Yosef's freedom? Obviously, this is a question that's analyzing things from a deeper perspective. On the surface, this event led to that event, and there was dominoes. But the question, if this event caused that event, there must be, according to Chassidus, there must be some connection between them. In other words, we're looking deeper. There's something about the energy of one event and the energy of the other event. So, so one must have caused the other. Oshtam is an interesting thing in general. Like, you do something, do it with simcha. As I was listening to a talk of the Rebbe yesterday about how a mitzvah, bring, one mitzvah brings to another mitzvah. And I was speaking about how when you do a mitzvah, you should feel that this is, that this is infinite, that this is, that this is forever. Not just forever in heaven, but Mashiach will come, we'll see how it's forever in this world too. And when you do a mitzvah, every mitzvah brings to another mitzvah, but there's a way to do a mitzvah in a way that it will, that will draw you to another mitzvah. When, when you engage in a mitzvah in a way that you're getting into this, this mitzvah is it, this is what you're doing, this is forever, that mitzvah will draw you to do more mitzvahs because of the energy in that mitzvah. Okay. We also need to understand what's the relationship between Paro's dream and this being the end of two years. It says in the previous Torah portion that when Yosef asked the butler, after Yosef successfully interpreted the butler's dream, um, Yosef asked him, please remember me and try to do what you can to free me from prison. But the Torah says that the butler did not remember Yosef. The Torah, at the conclusion of the previous Torah portion, says the butler did not remember Yosef. The butler forgot Yosef. Because Yosef um, thought that the butler would be the one to free him because he depended on him. He depended on the butler remembering him, which of course as the Torah says, the Yosef says, please remember me and mention me to Pare. This is the opposite of what the Torah tells us. Cursed is a person, who, um, sorry, fortunate is the person who puts his trust in Hashem and doesn't, doesn't pay attention 
to um, Rehavim. Doesn't um, the Metzuzah scene explains what Rehavim means? Rehavim means to to arrogance. So, what does that mean? Not to trust in, in the arrogant ones. Not to trust the Egyptians who are called the arrogant ones. So Yosef, because he trusted the butler, therefore his um, th- therefore his release wasn't it, it wasn't didn't make it, it made it delayed. That's why Yosef was punished, not to be in prison for two more years. The Medr says that um, whenever you discuss words of Torah, you get a reward. Um, so uh, only words of Torah has this has this value. That you study words when you discuss words of Torah, there's a reward. When you discuss things which are have no value, there's obviously no no reward. So. Um, um, the, the Torah says, the Medrash says, that it would have been, wor- Yosef deserved to be in prison for 10 years because um, he spoke about his brothers to his father. He said not nice things about his brothers to his father. Therefore, he should have been in prison only for 10 years. But because Yosef um, said words, empty words to the butler, and he trusted in the butler, therefore he had another two years. So, so therefore he's 12 years in prison. So um, just want to point out that this is something that is for the level of a, of a tzaddik, that it's a tzaddik on the level of Yosef, um, he is not meant to at all consider nature and not to, not to make a creative means in nature to, to receive Hashem's blessing. But for a regular person, it would, it would be a mitzvah for him to make a vessel in nature for Hashem's blessing. Yosef, on his level, was not at all meant to, to uh, consider nature to be a thing. So that's why Yosef was in prison for an additional two years, beyond the ten years, uh, because he spoke about his ten brothers to his father and said not nice things about them to his father. I mean, just, just to uh, um, dive into that for just, just for a second, Yosef thought he was doing a mitzvah because his brothers were deserving the death penalty because of the mistakes that they were making. Uh, but nevertheless, it's whether it was accurate or wasn't accurate, or either way, on Yosef's level, it wasn't considered a mitzvah, and uh, it's the same the same concept. On Yosef's level, he wasn't. He was expected not to have engaged in that kind of conversation with his father, even though for another person, it may be considered a mitzvah. To yes, they're liable to death penalty because of whatever Yosef witnessed them doing. But our, our subject is this. Our subject is there's an additional two years to Yosef's prison sentence. Because he trusted in the butler. It seems that the previous Torah portion should have concluded with the two year gap, and this Torah portion should begin with Paro's dream. So, why does the Torah mention here that Yosef was in prison for additional two years? It should have. If the reason he was in prison was because he trusted the butler, so then the Torah should have concluded he trusted the butler, and therefore two years, two more years pass. Why is the Torah end the previous Torah portion and say the butler forgot him, and then say in this Torah portion there were two more years passed? The, 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 the um, additional two years is because he has to trust in the butler, and therefore the, the end of last week's Torah portion should have been, and there were additional two more years. Why is it this Torah portion begin with? And there were additional two more years.
We also need to understand why does it say it was at the end of two years? It should have said it was at the end. The Torah should have said it was at the end of 12 years. So, this is the time amount that Yosef was in prison. Because when he was sold, he was 17. And when he left prison, he was 30. When time meanwhile he was in prison for twelve years. Or if the Torah for whatever reason doesn't want to say the exact amount of years, it could have said at the end of Yosef's prison sentence. Why is the Torah to say why is the Torah mentioning the two years? It should have said the end of twelve years. It should have said at the end of his prison sentence. Why did the Torah specifically say the end of two years? Two years. It sounds like that the dream of Parai was specifically connected not with the first ten years of Yosef's prison sentence, rather it was connected specifically with the last two years. From the time that he solved the dream of the butler, that's what causes these two years after the additional two years of Yosef's prison sentence, that's what caused the event of this week's Torah portion, the dream of Pari. Another question. Why does the Torah use the word Shnasayim? It's one word, which means two years. But the regular way the Torah says two years is Shteishanim, two years. Here the Torah uses a word, one word, it has in it that two words. It's it's a double word. Shnosayim means two years, but the Torah should have said it the way the Torah usually does, as two separate words. Stay two shanim years. Why is the Torah put phrases here as shnosayim and put this in one in one word? We also need to understand the Torah says at the end of shnosayim, which means again two years. So why does the Torah then say two year, two years of days? Why, the Torah adds the word days. Why is that word important here? We want to say that the Torah, that Yosef was in prison for two years. Two years of, are of course made up of many days. The Torah says two years of days pass. Why does the Torah add the word days? Another question. It says, Pare dreamed and he was standing by the river. It says he was standing on the river. It doesn't say he was standing next to the river. He was standing on the river. According to the Medrash, which Rashi quotes, what was the river he was standing on? He was standing on the Nile River, which irrigated the entire land of Egypt because no rain falls in Egypt. So the Nile River gave sustenance to Egypt. And because the Nile River supported the produce of all of Egypt, that caused the Egyptians to uh, worship the Nile River, thinking this is their source of their life. Therefore, it certainly doesn't seem to fit to say 
that Parah was standing upon the river, that means that Parah is, is more important than the river. He's standing upon the river. That, that sounds like he is, he is he's better than the river. There's a river and he's even better. Although Pari did say about himself that I made the river and I created myself. That means that Pari says, I am the one who gives the river. I'm the one who creates it. So, so the, it, it would seem that it, it does make sense to say that he's alayer, that he is above the river. But that's not the truth. That's what Pari would say, but that wasn't the truth. Pari uh, was not the master of the river. Pari did not create himself. Pari did not create the river. And since we're talking about a dream that God is showing to Pari, so why in his dream is Pari above the river? When this is a dream from heaven. This is a true dream. So in, the, in reality, Pari is not above the river. Pari is a recipient from the river like everyone else in Israel. So why does the Torah say in his dream that Pari um, uh, is standing upon the river? So you have many questions here. We have to understand why um, the Torah um, ends the Torah portion of Ayeshev before saying the two years pass. We also need to understand why they two years pass when really it was 12 years. We also need to understand why the Torah uses the word Shasayim for two years instead of using the words Shteishonim. We also need to understand why the Torah adds the word Yamim, the word days after saying two years. We also need to understand what does it mean he's standing upon the river. When he seemingly is a recipient like the rest of Egypt, from the river, the river irrigates all of Egypt. Why is he standing upon the river? But we first have to explain the general theme of the conclusion of two years. There are two meanings of the phrase, the end of two years, as the Tzemachsedek explains. These two explanations of this phrase are in sync with the Zohar's um, the Zohar's translation of the word Kates. There are two translations of the word Kates. Kates Hayamim Shumasita Dismola, the Kates Hayamin. The Zohar says there is Kates Hayamim, the end of days, which is connected to the negative, this the side of the left. Then there is Kates Hayamin, there is the Kates, there is the end of the right. What does this mean? One way of translating this verse is in the negative. As Semach Tzadik explains, that the word mikates means to, 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 to end and to be destroyed. Um, what's being ended? What's being destroyed? The Torah is being destroyed. The person is neglecting the Torah. Why, does the to- why is the Torah connected to the words two years? Because Hashem says about the Torah, the Torah is considered my delight day by day. And before the world was created, the, the, the Torah, the Talmud says, 2,000 years before the world was created, there was the Torah. So the words two years refer to, to the 2,000 years that the, Torah, <coughs> that the Torah existed before the world exists. So the, the end of the two years means... The Torah, the person is not engaging in Torah. 
the Torah Chas Hashem has ended for him. And the Tzemach Tzedek continues, and as a result of this, after a while, after a while of, of no Torah, that what happens is a power of dreams. That means it's a negative thing, such as a smaller, this is connected with the side of the left. So Ketz Hayamim means the end of the days, the end of the Torah, and that causes the negative event of Paris dream. That's one way of looking at this. However, that Rizal explains that what does Ketz Hayamim mean? Ketz Hayamim means this, it's the side of the right, it's the side of holiness. Instead of this being a negative thing at the end of the person's neglecting Torah study, rather, what does Ketz Hayamim mean? This is referring to the, the right side. The kates, the end, that comes from the right side, that comes from Hashem's kindness. The left side in general is, is connected to Hashem's um, gvura, Hashem's judgment, Hashem holding back light, Hashem's judgment. And the right is connected to Hashem's revelation. So this word kates is connected to revelation. And what is this verse saying? This verse is echoing the, another verse where Hashem uses the same word, I will set a time to end darkness. Hashem made a specific time for the amount of time the world will be in darkness. As long as the evil inclination is in the world, there is darkness in the world. And the moment that the Yitzhahara is removed from the world, Darkness is removed from the world. There's no darkness anywhere. Nimsa, so it comes out that the word miketz in, 